0: Good morning, Apostle Lewis here with you. And before we get on today's topic, let me just ask you to do something. For those who are watching this later on on YouTube, uh, would you go ahead and hit subscribe? And would you hit um, the all on the notifications, little bell icon, a drop down menu, come hit all, so you'll be alerted when we get, uh, when we post another video on YouTube. For those of you that are partnering with us, let me just say this um, thank you. And uh, you get these ahead of time, you get these early and you get other materials, but um, I just want to say thank you for your faithfulness and giving to us. All right. So our topic today is going to be one of my core values, and that's loyalty. And I want to talk about um, developing your core relationships, developing if you're a minister, developing your team, if you're a business owner, developing your staff. um, How do you build um, those people. Now, when you have employees, there's a little different relationship because your commitment factor is I pay you, you do so much work. That's kind of the contract. But I'm talking about if a company's really going to be successful, it's got to have that core team that's with you. When you look at Apple and you find that like Phil Schiller just left, he was there 25 years. Uh, John Ives was there 20 something years and left. But there's still they like called like uh, apple fellows now and they still consult and stuff they just have for uh, for phil Schiller, he's the side there's so many things i want to do i'm 60 years old i want to do some other products but i also want to travel be with my family a legitimate uh request um uh but they're they they were so loyal number one to steve jobs they'd come on with steve and and help build a fantastic company and let's just say you have a company let's say you're a business owner how do i How do I? Yep, I got a I got a company now. Uh, What do I expect from my employees? Do I expect, uh, you know, I've got a code of conduct, but now I want to like expand my company. I want to create a manager. What am I looking for? Am I looking for someone who wants to build a company with me or am I looking for someone who just wants a job? And the next job that comes over, I'm going to because I'll have a lot of turnover and I don't want you don't want turnover all the time in your company. Um, it might be that you can't pay them now, but you might be able to pay them through profit sharing and stuff like that and say, hey, look, build this with me. I'm going to give you uh, 3% profit sharing also as a bonus. So you can do some things to uh, cultivate loyalty. All right. You know, we have loyalty cards and, you know, that's one of the business have, you know, rewards cards. So but let's talk it in the concept of relationship and let's talk about it in the concept of the kingdom which is where I dwell. All right. God asked Abraham to crucify his son, to take him up on the mountain and slaughter him and sacrifice him to God. It's a very strange request, it seems like. Can you imagine Abraham in his day uh, getting this request and going, really? But Abraham is faithful with it and actually goes up the mountain. You know the story. Goes up the mountain and goes to slay his son. He's getting ready to to kill him. And uh, God speaks to him and says, stop. And there's a ram in the thicket. And he pulls him out and sacrifices the ram. Now, I want to talk to you. Number one, why was it legit for God to ask um, Abraham to do that? Well, the theological answer is God is God. So God has the right to every life on earth. They belong to him because he created it. It's just like, um, um, you know, if uh, let's get a kind of um, Elon Musk makes a Tesla. If that Tesla comes off the factory floor and it's not perfect, he can crush it if he wants. It's his car. Now, once it's sold to someone else, he can't. But it's his car. He created it. The owner of that car, when he pays for it, if he wants to crush the car, he can't, why he owns the car. That's the theological side. Now let me give you the relational side, because that's the one, Jesus' relationship. So let's let's look at the relational side of this um, ask of God. Abraham, offer up your son, who the promise is through. And we go, well, he could have rested. He says Abraham was sure that God could have resurrected him. But that doesn't sit there and go, what was what's on God's side? Here's why God, it was legitimate in relationship, not just theologically, but in the relationship, it was legitimate. Because Jesus was already crucified from the foundations of the world. God had already offered up his own son. Therefore, in relationship, he was not asking Abraham to do anything more than he himself was willing to do. That is covenant. Covenant is not 50-50. Covenant is I am fully committed to you, you are fully committed to me. It's not he-haw. You know, I've had leaders who thought covenant was temporary, thought covenant was as long as they were there, but then they could leave. It's not covenant. Okay? And I don't demand that people make covenant with me. But they need to understand the difference of covenant versus the difference of um, an assignment. Okay. And covenant is, you're not going to have 50, 100 of these covenant relationships. You're not. Number one, let's call it our spouse. That would be first with God. And does this does this play out? Jesus commands everything from us. Jesus commands us to be perfectly obedient. He doesn't tell us not to be. He says when we sin, there is an advocate, but he doesn't sit there and say, go ahead and sin. He commands holiness because he's holy. He separated himself from sin. He commands us to separate ourselves from sin. Why? Because he has done it for our benefit. We are now to do it for his benefit. It's covenant. Jesus offered himself. He says, if you love your life, you will lose it. But him who loses his life for my name's sake gains eternal life. It's an exchange. Covenant is not being you are in this 50-50 to make 100. We are in this 100 and 100. You gave everything. I give everything. That is covenant relationship. God in relationship. So let me just kind of put it in practical terms. I can keep going over the God side. In practical terms, when people ask of me beyond what they're willing to give back. In other words, in relationship, they want me to be totally committed to them answer their phone calls, answer their questions, blah, blah, blah. And let's just put it this way. They don't show up when we're doing so. I I had a relationship one time where me and this man were talking about starting a prayer room in Jacksonville and doing meetings in Jacksonville. We were going to support each other. And I had made his first, he had done one once a month, three meetings. And I had made every single one of those. But the fourth one, I had to get up at 4.30 in the morning. I had gotten up 4.30 in the morning that day and it was started at like seven o'clock at night i was tired and i i skipped the fourth meeting and a week later we were having coffee and he goes why weren't you at the meeting the other night i said man i was exhausted i had to get up at 4 30 the next day i had gotten no sleep all day i was really tired and i just couldn't make it because i had to work the next day he's like i thought we were going to be committed to each other and support each other and i said to him we'll call his name tim i said tim You've had four meetings. I've made three of them. I've had 60 and you've made none of them. Why am I so committed to you, but you're not committed to me? That's a violation of relationship. If I tell you to surrender, to give all to the cause, and I'm not willing to give all the cause. I'm a fraud. I've asked of something and Jesus never does that. My wife can't ask that. My wife can't go, you need to be committed to me, but I can go out and see wherever I want. That's not right. That would just be, a vi- by the way, that's abusive. <laughs> that's actually an abuse of a deep relationship to demand everything from me when you'll give 50% or 20% back. That is an abuse of relationship. Okay. And so it's it's really important to understand that this is why I make my time available to my spiritual sons and daughters. And and they'll often say, I was gonna call you, but I know you're busy. No, no. I'm not too busy for you. I'm not too busy for my natural kids. I'm not too busy for you. I'm available. So it, it's it's covenant relationship. And so that's you have to be loyal to that. By the way, the word salt, when you know you know how much I love salt. The Arabic word for salt uh, comes from the w- word loyalty, and so you know you're worth your weight in salt. Was like this guy's really faithful. This guy's really good. He is so worth. Now salt was a commodity that was highly important. Matter of fact, uh, in the book of Ezra, uh, the uh, they got their supply of salt from the king, and I, I can I can look it up in the uh, i got it in my notes in the Bible, but. It actually was the word. It says they get their supply from the king. The word supply was their salt. Because salt was something you could preserve food with. You could actually trade. It was actually something you got paid in salt. It was a very high commodity. It was like gold in in some aspects. It was very important in the times. It's important now. You need salt in yourself. Jesus said, have salt within yourself. Be loyal. Because if you're not loyal, if you're not committed, you lose flavor. You're just like everybody else. And so that covenant relationship is so dear to me and so uh, important to me that it's not always to everybody else, but it is to me. And I cannot, and my, my, my friend Andre in Barbados says to me, you cannot be, in, you're, you're so high on the loyalty factor that if you get people around you, they're not equally loyal to you, it's going to be a problem. So like I've, I've had people and I love them, but they come and go, come and go. But they want a position. They, it's like we're their holding spot. And, and and I can't do that. Like I'm giving everything I have for what we're called to do. I need those around me to do the same thing. That's covenant. And and that means, hey, look, I think about what I'm doing. I'm thinking about them 24-7. I'm thinking about my, the people. I'm thinking about how I could better everything for them. They need that that, that same. You're not going to have this. Like in a church, of. it would be nice. If you had a church of a 1,000, they were all thinking that way. Not gonna happen. You know, it's just not gonna happen. And um, you know what people people often try to do is they try to call a church for help when they don't even know the ministers of the church and they want the church to to like, okay, I'll drop everything for you. And the church they go, well, you Christ would well call Jesus. <laughs> you know, I have other relations just like I can't violate my relationship with my kids for someone uh for just anybody. My kids know my position. They know my job. They know my work. They know my calling. But at the same time, I have to be more, you know, if not more, I have to live it out before my children. And that I'm a covenant guy and stuff like that. And that that is really important uh, loyalty. Uh, we'll come back to this another time. Uh, I just really want to share this with you on uh, this video Um to really understand why sometimes you're in relationships, I did this. By the way, go to lewisdscam.com. I have a thing called the Relationship Wheel. It's a free download that you have different levels of relationship, and sometimes we're trying to take someone here into this level of relationship, and they're not that committed, and we're going to get burned by it. Um, I get ministers um, who uh, who will call me. Oh, I love to come to your church. I I don't know them, and they're 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 like, oh, you know. Uh, i'm going to be in Florida i like to come to your church i don't know you because i have a, a meeting uh, every week doesn't mean that's a holding place for you build relation. listen to many ministers build relationships not just contacts build relationships you know if uh, there's so many ministers out there who preach um um you know jesus is not a religion he's a relationship and they stink at relationships they stink at it and so we need to be people of our word we need to be people that understand relationship give our all for the people around us um and 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 we have the right to demand because i'm giving all this is what i'm demanding in our relationship but that has to be voiced has to be talked out so i hope this ministers to you i'll do another one on this maybe just private for uh the partners Uh, We'll we'll talk maybe step two, how to establish covenant relationships and stuff like that. Love you, and God bless you, and you have an amazing day. Amen. Bye-bye.